This Marketplace podcast is supported by CIT. For over 100 years, CIT has provided lending, leasing, and advisory services to small and middle market businesses. More at CIT.com. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. We'll start with analysis of the week gone by, work our way through a couple of news spots, and then end with cavemen and the economy. It's true. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. This podcast is supported by Netflix Instant Streaming. Thousands of TV episodes and movies on your computer or mobile device instantly streamed by Netflix to save you time, money, and hassle. Free 30-day trial now at netflix.com slash APM. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Friday, the 14th of June. Glad you could be with us, everybody. Coming up in the second half of the show today, the last installment of Consumed, our series on the consumer economy and us. Believe me when I tell you, you're going to want to hear this one. All right. But first, you know where we are calendar wise, don't you? Right on the cusp of that summertime lull where the news goes to die. Schools are out. Vacations have started. You know what I'm talking about. Still and all, there were some going-ons this week worth spending the next four minutes of live radio on. Here to do that with us are Catherine Rampell from the New York Times. She is down in our Washington bureau today. John Carney from CNBC. He is in our studios in New York City. Hey, guys. Hi, Kai. So, Mr. Carney, let me start with you uh, and something that's been happening, eh, you know, somewhat regularly over the past uh, couple of weeks. The the 10-year T-note is getting more uh, uh, interest rate worthy, right? The 10-year is up above 2%. Rates are rising overall. Do you make anything of that or don't you? I do make something of it, uh, although I make two things of it, and they're contradictory. Of One course is they that are, people, <laughs> people are, some people worry that uh, the positive signs we've seen in the economy means that the Fed is going to pull back on some of it, on its low rate policies, mm-hmm. maybe QE, uh, and so there, so rates are rising ahead of that. Or it might mean that the economy actually is doing better and people are putting money to work in places yeah. other than the treasuries. So that's a good sign. Okay. Uh, but, but Catherine, help me out with this because, you know, rising rates are tricky and people get worried and the stock market's going a little crazy. I saw the word volatility today for the first time in I don't know how long, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, the economy is still not in great shape, um, as we discuss every time I'm on the show. I know. Um, I know. Maybe it's you. Have you ever thought of that? <laughs> maybe. Maybe maybe I'm bringing down the whole economy. Um, it's possible. So, you know, I think there's still reason to be concerned um, ab- about where the economy is headed because of a lot of different factors, including, um, you know, what's happening to government budgets um, and uncertainty about Europe and, and various other things. So it's not terribly surprising that we're still seeing some concerns, you know, reflected in markets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the, the Fed issue is a, is a major one um, for at least a lot of the analysts that I talk with. There is some concern that, um, as John mentioned, that maybe the Fed will start to at least announce a plan mm-hmm. to to tighten. Um, or, or announce a plan to have a plan to perhaps eventually start talking about having yeah, a plan, that's, right? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's sort of more do. what it would look like. Yeah. And a lot of people don't actually think that that's going to happen next week just because um, too many of the, rep- the 
economic indicators that have come in recently Mm -hmm. have been a little disappointing. So it doesn't seem like there are grounds necessarily for the Fed to make waves by saying, "Okay, guys, here's our plan for a plan for a plan to tighten, which would indeed make waves, even though it doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Um, John, changing gears here for a second. uh, uh, This the the big story the past 10 days, of course, has been the NSA and Edward Snowden and Prism and, and the companies involved in that. Um, do you foresee peril for any of these companies going forth? I mean, they are now being mentioned. We're going to have a story on it actually later in the broadcast. Do you do you think they're worried or are they just going to weather this storm? As they I think so they'll many? weather the storm. I don't think that there's a lot of trouble either coming from the telecom companies or Booz Allen, the company that Snowden worked for as a contractor mm-hmm. to the government. Uh, I don't think they're in a lot of trouble. But one of the things I think that was amazing that we found out is just how much money these private contractors uh, make and I and I think there may be some reconsideration in the not anytime very soon, but perhaps in the next presidential election, people say, you know, maybe we shouldn't be sort of outsourcing so much of this work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, it, in the long run, they could be in trouble. Yeah, I- interesting point actually about the politics of that uh, getting caught up in in the machinations of things. And, and Catherine, this next one's a little sideways, but I want to talk briefly on Syria. It's yet another thing that's going to.